Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the show that helps you reach your full potential with your host, Lisa Tarmati, brought to you by lisatarmati.com. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to Pushing the Limits with Lisa Tarmati. It's fantastic to have you back again. And today I have a, a man that I've wanted to get on the show for so, so long. And I'm just super, super excited. Joe Cohen from uh, Self Decode, Self Hacked, and Lab Test Analyzer. He is the, uh, the founder of this incredible tool that I've been super excited to share with you today all about that story. And Joe is sitting in Israel and it's very late at night. So Joe, welcome to the show and thank you for um, uh, firstly putting this incredible uh, tool together that you have and secondly for um, being awake at this hour of the night and still working. <laughs> I think it says a lot <laughs> about who you are. So welcome to the show, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's really, really fantastic. So, Joe, can you just give us a little bit of background? You're the founder of uh, a, a self-hacked lab test analyzer and self-decode. Can you explain to people what the hell those three things are and a little bit about your background and how you got into this? Yeah, definitely. So, growing up, I had a lot of like chronic health issues. And then in my 20s, uh, things... I realized things were getting worse and not better. And, uh, you know, and I basically had a health crash after, you know, I, I was just doing some things. I was doing some experiments that, you know, were basically like uh, that, that I was being told to do on the health blogosphere. And, and it just uh, it had a, a negative impact and my health just crashed. And, even before it crashed, it wasn't doing well. I was very not optimal, but, um, you know, doctors just said everything was great. There's nothing, they couldn't detect any problems. And obviously there was a problem. They just, there was just nothing that they could do about it. Right. So, uh, you know, going to doctors, it just didn't help. And I basically got to a point where I said, okay, the doctors aren't helping me. The blogosphere is not helping me. and I've been like reading up about health in general for a really long time and that's not helping me either. And I've got all these issues like gut problems, fatigue, motivation issues, uh, brain fog was a big one, you know, anxiety, mood issues, just like a whole list of issues that were preventing me from living life. Mm. Uh, you know, they were preventing me from working, from going to school. Uh, from dating, doing all the things that I wanted to do, but couldn't do, right? And so I realized in order to live a normal life, I had to fix these things first. Like before I could really uh, decide what I wanted to do for a career or, or work at anything, I really had to fix my health issues. Uh, you know, it just wasn't sustainable that I just can't work, I can't go to school, I can't date, can't do anything. And I'm a 20, yeah. whatever, I was like 23, 24, 25. You know, this was going on for a while already. And I was just disabled. So I got to the point where I said, okay, I'm just going to try to live as cheaply as possible and do as much research on the human body as possible and how it interacts with all these kinds of health factors. And so I did that for a few years. And uh, I also went, I did, I took some classes at school and uh, I learned a lot about science and biology and chemistry and all these things. And then I um, 
you know, I learned a lot about supplements and about all these natural health things and how they interact with all these, uh, these systems in the body. And so I became an expert at how the body worked and how natural approaches interacted with that. So once I became a bit of an expert, uh, I started a blog. It, you know, uh, initially, it was just a personal blog. That's why I called it Self-Hack. It was like, I'm hacking myself. I'm doing research. I'm going to share this research. But eventually, I was able to fix my issues soon after. It was around the same time that I started it. Like Basically, like that's when, when I started it, I started to also do a bunch of other things. I was able to go to school. I was able to start the blog. And, and as time went on, I, I got healthier and healthier. Um, just by learning better ways to manage my health, I was able to, I completed the schooling and then uh, I was able to support myself from the blog. I turned the blog into, you know, a self-supporting business. Brilliant. Uh, and then, uh, you know, in the beginning it was just a, a blog, like, uh, you know, just like on a free website. And, you know, and then as time went on, I was more, felt more capable. I was able to do more things. And so I turned it into other things and then I made it my full-time job. And then a year later, I made I stopped basically writing for the blog and I hired writers. So I turned it into something that was scalable, right? And so um, basically what we have is like, you know, 1,400 very, very in-depth posts on self-hack that are, uh, over time they went through, you know, kind of, uh, iterations uh, based on, I was able to get better scientists, essentially. I, I you know, I, I didn't really, uh, I was, I started to be able to hire better, but it is, essentially I built this uh, encyclopedia of, of health information. But one thing I noticed was that the genetics were really giving me a kind of, uh, you could say an, almost an unfair advantage where I was able to look at my genes and be able to implement more cutting edge uh, recommendations for myself and for other people, yep. right? I mean, I was using it for myself. Everything that I use for myself, I realized, hey, you know what? Um, other people would benefit by this as well, right? And so I'm building these tools that I would want to use myself and I'm learning things along the way and, I'm, and I keep on learning stuff too. I, I learned stuff like really important stuff just last week about gut health, for example, like people ask, oh, okay, so what do you learn? I learn stuff every week yeah. uh, about myself from these. And what that does is it helps me focus in on what I need to do so that I can, I can have better results with less. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah, like three years ago, you would see me taking like 50 supplements and like just focused on health all day. Like, you know, just, okay, I got to eat this. I like I had this very extremely strict diet, extremely strict sleep schedule, exercise regimen, just super strict about everything. Whereas now, I might not seem like if you look at me, you'd be like, this guy is probably not even that healthy. <laughs> but I feel better than I've ever done. So for me, the, the, the objective is to get more from less. From less. Right? Yeah. Because... The fact is, is that we don't all have time to do everything. If no. we did, we would, right? <laughs> yeah. we, we don't, we, we can't be perfect. We really can't, you know? Um, 
it's like, okay, right now I'm in, I'm in a different time zone. I'm, I'm going to be up late, I'm, but I'm up late. I, I always work late because of the time zone. So it's not necessarily the healthiest thing to do, but I know how to mitigate these things based on like, because I understand my body very well. And that's based on my lab tests and also my genetics. So the, the, the yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Joe, you, you, what, what's incredible about the story is that you like had your own health problems and you hear this quite often. I mean, I've got a similar background, run into a brick wall with family members and myself and went, whoop, I've got to learn this stuff. I've got to take control. I've got to be responsible for my own health and my family's health and I'm going to go out and I'm going to learn. So instead, so we, we, we tip the paradigm on the head, if you like, where most people still outsource their health to a health professional, to a doctor, to, to one single person, often a GP. Um, and that has problems <laughs> because we, and now we have, like you've gone in self-decode, which is your major big website now, that a tool that we're using now in our company, which I'm super excited to deep, do a deep dive into, is all about looking at your genes and how you can optimize your genes. And so this is the ultimate in personalized health, isn't it? This is the ultimate in understanding who you are on a really deep level so that you can actually optimize what you do. And you're a living proof that this stuff works. What I find fascinating about you and your story is that you, you know, you, you didn't, um, you have, you're not an MD, you, you didn't do a PhD in, in one particular thing, and you, you've created this huge empire now with all of these incredibly smart people working for you, sharing this information. How the heck did you get from there to there? I mean, as, a, as an entrepreneur and as someone who's, you know, obviously um, passionate about the space too, it's like, you know, I'm interested in the, the tools that you've made, but how the hell did you do that? You know, it's incredible. So number one is uh, I realized early on that in order to do anything, you really need to be healthy. Um, One of the, if you look at the most successful people in the world, like people who I think are the most successful, uh, let's say we're, 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 we're doing it based on what kind of companies they built or what kind of products, whatever, you know, what are the biggest companies in the world? It's, it's Microsoft, Amazon, um, you know, and, and soon probably Tesla, but basically well, Google as well. Right. But I don't, we don't really know much about those guys. Uh, I know more about, um, let's say, uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. These guys are beasts, right? Yeah. Uh, one, one thing that is clear about these people and also let's say Bill Gates, right? Once one thing that's clear about these people is that they are very healthy. Like, uh, you know, they, they are very robust people. Now, I think they probably have, I mean, they definitely are, they have better, a uh, lot of genes than me. But the thing that I can do is I know how to change the expression of my genes so that I can operate at a higher level. The point is, is that you're not going to see people who are hyper successful that are dealing with many different kinds of health problems. Exactly. It's, it's a huge distraction. And that's why there's economists that put a price to it, right? It's just like, if you're sick all the time, whatever kind of health issue you have, it's a huge distraction, whether it's something serious, like something uh, chronic, it could be an autoimmune condition, 
It could be cancer. It could be, uh, you know, maybe you're, you don't have enough energy. Like it, it could just, you don't, might not have a disease, but you might just not have enough energy or you might need to sleep 10 hours because you're so tired or whatever it is, your health has a huge impact on what you can do. So yeah. if you look at my life, I didn't really do much when I wasn't healthy um, just because like I couldn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, I didn't, I, I didn't have, uh, I was 25. I didn't have any professional experience <laughs> by that age. I, you know, I, I just finished, like I had a college degree, but no professional experience. I didn't, never was dating or anything for years. What was I doing? Like I didn't really accomplish anything because my health wasn't in order. Wow. But as my health started to improve kind of exponentially almost, kind of like making a lot of breakthroughs, then I was able to do more and more and uh, start these businesses more. And so right now I run four different companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that, you know, uh, basically I, I always look at what is the biggest lever that I can do to make the biggest impact, right? And so first it was actually starting with myself. What is the biggest lever is basically fixing my health. If I fix my health, that is the biggest lever. I can't do anything that can be a bigger lever. So if you want to think about this, even in terms of monetary value, the biggest return on investment that I've ever made was to improve my health. That's so true. Because, yeah. yeah, because the, the, my, my uh, earnings over a lifetime are going to be exponentially greater than they would be if I were unhealthy, right? That's so true. And, and then this, that's a funny point because people often think, oh, but it's so expensive to get this test done or, or to have some right. coaching <laughs> or to get a trainer or to, you know, and it's like, actually, that's the cheapest investment you're going to eat, the best investment you're ever going to make. Because if you don't, yeah, uh-huh. you're going to lose years, you know? Yeah, it's like uh, we try to make our products as cheap as possible. And, um, and it's like, okay, let's say uh, we have, we sell a a genetics kit for ninety-seven, you know, $99, whatever it is. People are just like, like why everyone's not purchasing it. Basically you could get all your data, like, like all your important genetic data, right. Um, for $99, you only have to do the test once. Right. It's kind of like, it's a no brainer almost, (laughs) you know, it's just like, it's, it really is a no brainer. Right. When I, uh, I mean, I did it on myself. I did it with, you know, uh, when, when, like right when I had, I was able to do it. I did it because I knew I was like, wait, I'm going to get access to my blueprint here. <laughs> and it's just going to be a one-time test pretty much. Like this is a no brainer. Yeah. You absolutely. Know? But in, in general, spending money on your health is going to have a good ROI, right? Yeah. The more you know about your health, the more and the healthier you can be, that doesn't only give you dividends over one day or a week it can give you dividends over a lifetime because yeah. you could, you know, you can develop certain habits, you know, what are the most important things for my body that I need to be doing? Um, and, and yeah. And so it's critical to personalized health is critical yeah. because at the end of the day, nobody is perfect. That means that people are not doing everything perfectly. You really need to know what to focus on the most in what circumstances and for which issues, 
Right. And this is the thing and, with trial and error, isn't it? Like, other, if you, 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 you're just throwing mud at the wall if you don't know your genetics and how, how your genes are expressing right now. You're throwing mud at the wall. You know, if you have a go at the keto diet or the paleo diet or vegetarian or vegan or whatever you do, and you don't know what effect that's going to have on your body and on your genes then you're just having, you know, what works for your neighbor isn't going to work for you. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's how I started in the beginning. I said, okay, I don't know what to try first. I'm just going to try everything. And, and people thought I was nuts, you know, and I was nuts. But the, I didn't have any better method at that point. This is yep. before I started, uh, the, you know, self-decode. And so it was like, okay, I'm just going to try everything. And then I realized even if you try to try everything, you can't because every experiment that you do could really turn into a hundred different experiments. Like let's say you try a supplement or something like that. You could try it in the morning. You could try it at night. You could try it in the afternoon. You could try it at this time. You could try it at that time. You could try it in combination with something else. (laughs) You can, you can do the experiment in so many different ways. You can try it when you're having inflammation or when you're not having inflammation. You could try it after a race, before a race. Whatever it is, there's too many experiments to do. You might say, hey, I, you know, I tried this and it didn't help me. Well, you tried it in the morning, maybe. The point is, is that, you know, like it, it's, it's, it could get, you can't really just experiment in, in, with every possibility. It would be infinity. Exactly. And when you have your genes, you know what that is. So, okay, let's, let's dive now a little bit into self-decode and your lab test and analyzer. Because self-hack is, is, is an incredible blog that people can go and explore. But, uh, you know, the self-decode, so basically people get a, a DNA test done either through your company or you do let people upload their raw files. So if you're uh, out there and you've got a 23andMe or an Ancestry dot com kit you can upload that into uh, self decode which i find really really cool um or you can get it off off you guys and you know we we are now professional partners with you guys and super excited about integrating this into our programs because it gives us yet another layer to look through another lens for for our clients um and, and what is fantastic about this is that i can get ongoing reports on whatever you guys are studying. So when the science and the literature catches up and, you know, you've just brought out a gut health one, you've brought out recently the COVID assessment tool, um, I can look at my risk factors for COVID, for example. And and this is obviously you didn't have this report two years ago because it wasn't in the news, it wasn't necessary. Um, And you're like uh, iterating all the time and that information. So you get your DNA done and then that sits there like a, an investment in the bank, sitting there at all times for you to go and tap into and to learn. Because if we go back a little bit, genes is like 20, somewhere between 23,000 and 25,000 genes that we all have that we've inherited. Now, obviously, we're not going to go and learn about every single gene in the body, nor should we, and it's too much. But there are certain genes that are very important for different issues and that those ones we and ones that we can do something about more importantly um, those are the ones that we need to look at so Joe can you explain how self Dakota sort of set up and what are some of the areas that we can get insights into because I think a lot of people don't know what to do with this information or what indeed that they can learn from this information and how it can actually impact them yeah so 
basically, like you were saying, uh, there's 20,000 prote- protein coding genes. That's quite a lot. But actually, there's like 1,000 that, really, that are really important. And when you break it down even more, what we're doing is we're breaking it down by topics. So let's say we're talking about gut health. There might now be only 50 of them that are very important. And so we're uh, maybe, or 30, whatever the, the exact numbers, but the, 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 you know, we're breaking it down more so that, and then let's say, let's say there's uh, 35 genes that are quite important. There's going to be about 10 of them that are increasing your risk for gut problems. Mm-hmm. Now, the important thing, so we started off with 20,000, but actually we're presenting you with the 10 most important genes that you need to know about. And we do that by breaking it down by the topic. We don't say that, oh, here's what you need to do in general for all of your genes, like for everything, because you can't really do that, right? You really have to say like, what problem are you trying to solve or what are you trying to optimize, right? And everyone's trying to, you know, always trying to optimize something. Uh, Maybe you want to have a better mood. We have a mood report. Maybe you want to have better cognitive function. We have that. We have a longevity report, right? So people are trying to optimize something. Whether fitness, we got a fitness report, right? So when um, I'm personally trying to optimize different things at different times, Mm -hmm. right? So um, gut health is something that's very important to me because that was a source of the root of my issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, mood problems was, was, is very important for me. Cognitive function is very important for me. Um, uh, longevity is important. And, uh, you know, COVID is important as well, because I think that pretty much everyone eventually is going to get it. <laughs> and yep. you just you want your body to be prepared. Uh, yep. Maybe in New Zealand, uh, everyone won't get it, but it in the United States, <laughs> in the United States, pretty much like most people are going to get it and you want to, you want your body to be prepared. Uh, you know, so learning about that was, uh, it, it was important for me, especially learning that I had specific variants um, that were increasing my risk yep. actually. So, um, but, but, but now I know, I, you know, I'm not doing anything right now for it because I'm not sick with it, but I know that if I get sick right away, I, I have an action plan, right? So, but the point is, is that what you're trying to accomplish, you really have to hone in on that first. What, what are you trying to accomplish? And so, you know, um, and, and there's different periods, you know, you're interested in different things. Maybe your gut is acting up at some point and you want to, focus on that now. Or maybe you were in a stressful situation and now you want to focus on your mood. So these things can always change and you need to always have these tools at your disposal to be able to look at it. So with self-decode, just to give a background, when you get the, that, uh, when you buy self-decode, you also get access to self-hack, which is a private database now, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're also getting access to the lab test analyzer, which allows you to upload all your labs over many years and track them and also look at the optimal ranges and what are the recommendations for your labs as well. Uh, and then, of course, self-decode. The main, uh, one of the main features is the genetics. And we, we really break that up into uh, topics. And in each topic, we have a report. And we have a section in the personalized blog. So you get these uh, personalized articles that are completely personalized for you. 
yep. and which give you more information. And then we have these reports that sum up what, uh, what, you know, just basically give a summary and they give a prioritized list of the uh, therapies that you can do to benefit that area. So, the, yeah, and that's the most important point. You know, there is action steps to take. You know, you have a certain risk with this gene or this combination of genes. Therefore, we recommend you do this. And this is, you know, scientists and behind this who are digging into the latest research and latest literature um, to give you this. How, what I'm finding, I'm um, still getting my head around, is how the lab test side of it, because genetics, for, for everyone listening, your genes are your blueprint, but how your genes are expressing is another thing. And so how you are in the moment, and that's when we do a, for example, a lab test gives us a snapshot of, okay, my, my, my hormone pathway is this, but right now this is what's happening. Um, so how does that cost correlate um, in the website to looking at both of your factors and personalizing it, or are they still separate at the moment? I'm still trying to get my head around that bit of the puzzle. Well, Right now, they're, they're uh, a bit separate, meaning you have to look at them a bit separately. And you have to, they, they both offer very interesting information, but you have to uh, parse them separately. Uh, within about six months, we're going to be analyzing them together so that it's like one report that gives you both of them and it prioritizes it based on the lab results and your genetics. But essentially now what, what, you're, what we're doing is um, you upload your labs and then we tell you here are the most important labs that you need to uh, focus on, meaning these are most out of the optimal range. And then we tell you what are the things that you can get them in the optimal range. And like you said, labs are different than genetics. Genetics are, ba- are your blueprint and you can have bad genetics for a certain area. Like I could have increased risk of gut problems like Crohn's or IBD, uh, but I don't, necessarily have to have IBD because maybe I'm doing things that are counteracting those genetics, right? They're in and so that you, yeah. you're never going to be able to accurately predict whether you are going to get something like, you know, um, we can't tell you what exactly your chance of getting something is based on your genetics because, uh, we don't know what you're doing. You might be living in a certain place. You might be doing something that are counteracting it. There could be a lot of different factors that are counteracting your genetics. And so um, the lab tests are basically, and the symptoms as well, are basically a snapshot of where you are right now. If you have no gut symptoms whatsoever, then it's just not expressing itself to be a problem for you, right? And so the labs are basically there to uncover things that it's an objective measure that you wouldn't necessarily, like if you have pain, you know how you have pain, but your labs are basically a symptom within the body. It's, it's, it's showing you, are there any alert signals going wrong for, for something that's not working right that you might not feel, you might have high inflammation and not feel it by the way. Right. So yeah, absolutely. It's important to know that, right? Because, um, you know, I, I've seen, I've had clients in the past who had dramatic improvements on their labs and didn't like, let's say their CRP went down a lot. And so what I was recommending was obviously helping them, but maybe they, they didn't necessarily see a, a significant change, but it's important that they saw that, you know, your inflammation is still going down. Right. Yeah. So 
you need this kind of non this non-subjective measure to see what's going on and and you obviously want to supplement it with what your subjective point of view is of course yeah, that's a really good point because you know this is this is where it comes down to motivation and adherence if people you know like um example working with with someone at the moment and they're like okay i'll get the supplement and i'll do this sort of thing and then you know after a couple of weeks so but i'm not feeling any different and i'm like well, for starters, you don't walk in the gym one day and walk out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger the next. It takes time and there's it shifts that, that, that take time. But also you, you might not be feeling it on a on – a, because, you know, you don't necessarily, like you say, feel inflammation. I mean, we do if we cut ourselves and we, we see a big red mark around it. We know we've got inflammation. But inflammation on the lining of your arteries or – Information that's causing trouble in your gut, uh, you might not know for a, a long, long time. And this is where having the labs in combination with the genes is, is a really powerful combination to give you feedback in the moment, as well as actually, you know, um, having this this blueprint. It's like I, I sort of liken it to you know having the architect's plans, and then the builder comes in and actually has to build it. And so. If we look at a, a gene like the uh, BRCA genes, um, you know, which are in the news a lot about breast cancer, and um, if you're, um, I think what scares a lot of people from doing their genes is that they think it's deterministic and it's fatalistic. Oh my God, I've got that bad variant of the BRCA genes. Uh, I'm going to get breast cancer. Um, why is that not the case? And why is it important that we we don't look at it in a fatalistic manner? Because I mean, we can influence all this. And this is preventative in the preventative space, isn't it? Yeah, so I don't think that, like I told you, I don't think genes can predict what's going to happen, right? They can tell you that based on the population, you know, your likelihood with these genes, which, you know, it's, it's X, right? And, 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 you know, that's not, the science is progressing on that as well. I'm not saying that that's 100%. That, that changes as well as the tools get better, as the science get, gets better. But no matter how good the science is going to be, even if it's incredible and it's, you know, super developed, we can't ever tell you with what, like, we're, you're, we're checking on an unhealthy population. Right, we're including like people who are eating McDonald's all all the time, yep. and like not exercising, and they could be living unhealthy. Or we're really not checking on the most important population, which is you, right? What are you doing? And so, with everything, every chronic disease can be, you can always reduce your risk for, right? There's there's no whether if it's BRCA, let's say, right? So we know that a lot of things can increase your risk for breast cancer, right? And you don't want to know what people normally do is once they get cancer, then they're like, they get yeah. become super concerned about like, yeah. okay, let's say somebody gets breast cancer. Like, okay, that's it. I'm not using any plastics anymore, right? Um, like you want to do that 20 years before because breast cancer doesn't grow overnight. It's something that, you know, the, when you're talking about the BRCA gene, this gene is 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 uh, regarding fixing mutations that basically prevent that cancer to come. Yeah. But if, if that gene's not working, the cancer doesn't come the next day. It comes in twenty years. Exactly. Right. 
because we got time. To You're not born with cancer, right? You, you, yeah. you eventually some, there's a break, something happens and there, you know, there's a toxin overload. You're not, you did something that was unhealthy and the gene is, you know, your gene might not be working well. It causes, you know, and then there's obviously some chance involved and then that causes cancer. And then you could also, even if you have like a small cancer, cancerous growth, you can do things that reduce, like basically slow that cancer down or reduce it um, so that, you know, maybe you won't get it when you're 60, maybe you'll get it when you're 90, at which point it might not even make a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then this is all a really powerful preventative stuff. I mean, and that's an, you know, an extreme case of one. I had a question for you. Um, I, uh, so w- w- there, are, there are 20-something thousand genes. You have what they call SNPs, so single nucleotide polymorphisms. Can you explain what a SNP and a SNP variant is and do, does your um, self-decode also look at indels and CNVs as in pathways of genes or just singular genes, you know, A equals, you know, X, Y, Z? Or are you looking at combinations of genes and CNVs and other things as well as the SNPs? So... When it okay, so basically, let, let's let's take a broader look here. Basically, there are other there's these. What is a variant? A variant is a change in the DNA from the general population, right? There's uh, basically we have these three million base pairs, and then there's changes from one person to the other, just like there's changes between humans and apes. There's changes within humans. You know, ninety nine point. Seven percent is the same genetic, you know. Uh, we're we're ninety nine point nine percent the same, pretty much. But that point one percent can have a very big difference, hmm. right? And so, uh, those SNP variants are basically where you have like you have your DNA, and there's one specific point in the DNA that is different between you and someone else. And uh, there's some variants that are very uncommon. We call those mutations. Mm-hmm. Like it's like maybe one in 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they're more dangerous, we call it a mutation. But everyone has mutations. Um, and, and again, these are, very, these are very unique to individuals. But basically, you know, besides these, and then there's uh, copy number variations and there's, uh, there's some other variations. Yeah. But most significantly, the, what's most easy to study and what's most significant as a whole, when you take all of them into account, are these single nuclear nu- nucleotide variations, mm-hmm. these, uh, these, these SNPs, right? And so that's why they're, most, they're the most studied now, because they're the easiest to uh, basically, um, they're the easiest to study, really. Yeah. It's just because it's one single uh, variation, whereas these CNVs, you have to, these copy number variations, you have to look at broad uh, swaths of DNA. So it's more, um, you need your whole genome and you need good coverage and you need different kinds of things to look at that. But these SNPs are very significant when taken together collectively and they're the easiest to study. Uh, And they're also the easiest to talk about and deal with. So. We focus on SNPs. There are some indels, 
right? But we mainly focus on these uh, on SNPs, and over time, we're getting we're going to include other variations. The only problem is that they're not as studied right now. Yeah. So there's not a lot of information on them that that we can give you anyway. The most information right now is on SNPs. As the other variants get studied more, we will talk about them more as well. Yeah, because yeah, from what I understand, they are quite important in 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 certain genes at least. Understanding, you know, like um, with the GST genes, for example, um, part of your detox, uh, whether you have no copies or two copies or one copy can be really really important. Um, so something like that. Um, you know, and, and for people listening, that's probably just gone over the head, but um, that, that's where, you know, copy number variations or indels when you come to mood and behavior with your, I don't know, what is it, the ADRA 2B gene or the DRD2 genes that have got uh, inserts or deletions is quite an important factor as well as your SNPs um, being... being 100%. But but uh, even in those cases, you have most of the time where SNPs are associated uh-huh. with those changes, uh-huh. right? So you'll have a SNP within a gene that's associated with a certain copy number variation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. so, so when you actually so so the, a lot of times the SNPs will take that into account, right? And so there there are situations where it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are situations, but it's just not common, and these kinds of vari- they're not well studied yet, and so there's not a lot of information that it's not actionable yet. You get from that yet, not yeah. yet. In the future, it will be, but not what yet. About, what about pathways, Joe? So you, uh, what I like about in your blog is it will give you all the relevant SNPs, so you're not just looking at one gene, one variant, and going, oh, therefore you need to do this. You're looking at a combination of genes often or a combination of SNPs within a gene um, to give you that, that, uh, that whole pathway to look at, if you like, uh, which I think is really, really important. And, and some gene uh, companies don't do that very well. We, uh, you know, you have X, therefore Y, you know, um, and it's a little bit more complicated than that when you start to bring in you know, like like you said, ten or twenty different variations, um, and still get the information out of it, which is what I like about your reports. Is it still gives you, uh, you have this, this, and this variant. The overarching information from this is that you have a relative risk for this or a low risk for that, and these interventions will be beneficial to you. And that's really the practical level of what we're doing because I mean everything about genes is complex and and very complicated and you know unless you're going to spend 10 years studying genes which you obviously have and I'm I'm doing a deep dive into um, you're going to go like whoa this is all overwhelming but the way that people can use these tools and having a coach is a really important thing too I think to be able to, to, to walk you through this but it's, it's, it's simplifying something that's very complex into practical, okay, what can I do about it today? And that is the most important thing because otherwise it's just over the heads of 99% of the population and we don't know what the hell to do with it. And so you've taken something very, very, very complex and you know, with your, your scientists and your doctors, 
been able to give us really basic information about, okay, what can I do about that today? And that's really, really yeah. Cool. And, and uh, I like you. I agree um, that basically nobody's going to be. Uh, you can't be an expert on genetics. It's something that's very uh, complex. We hire scientists with PhDs. We still have to train them, and there's there's a lot of training that needs to be done. It's not uh, it's not a simple field, right? And so, but what we do is we break it down as as much as possible so that you can follow the breadcrumbs essentially. We don't want to just tell you that, you know, um, trust us and take this, whatever. We explain why we're recommending something. We're recommending it because, number one, it's good for this whatever in general, whether it's gut problems or something else um, or weight loss, but also it counteracts a specific genetic variation that you have. And if you don't want to read through it, you don't have to, but we give you the information so that you could see that we're not making this stuff up. No, it's all the citations right. are there. And so people can do a yeah. deep dive. If they're like me and they want to know, and this is a limitation that I've found also in other programs that have been fantastic giving you the personalized aspects of it. But for me as a science sort of nerd, I want to know, yeah, but why? What, what is the deeper level? So for people who want to dig deeper, the citations are there. The, the literature is there to back it all up. And if you want the simple version, well, there it is as well. Here's what you need to go and practically do. And there, therein lies the power, I think, with, with, this, um, with this tool that you've developed and, and this, this program, that if, you, if you like, that you've developed. And this is putting the power back into people's hands to take control. Before we got going on this recording, we both said we have to take control. People have to start to understand that we are the CEOs of our own health of our own lives, and you cannot outsource this. I mean, you when you go to research a car that you want to buy, people will spend hours and days researching the nitty-gritties of this amazing car that's been, that they're going to buy when they won't spend five minutes understanding some of the basic you know, biochemical processes in the body or some nutritional information or, or things because they think it's too complicated. But really... You don't have to, it can be very, very simple as well. You can start at the simple level and still take more control over your, your health and your longevity um, for you and your loved ones if you have that attitude of taking ownership. I 100%. Think, yeah. Yeah, I think um, the most important thing, like you were saying, a lot of people outsource their health, which mm -hmm. is a very big problem. I personally try to outsource everything except my health, yeah. right? <laughs> because I realize that if I have my health, I have everything else, right? My house can burn down, my car can burn down, yeah. you know, my car could crash, everything could like, you know, collapse. But if I have my health, if I have the knowledge about how to be healthy, then I know I can rebuild whatever else needs to be built. You know, yeah. I can take care of myself. So, and that's really the most important thing. Like, if you, if you think about it, what's what do you want to be in like, okay, I want to be happy. Okay, well, how do you be happy? Your mind has to work well. Your body has to work. You can't be happy when nothing's working, right? Or, or things are going wrong. And so, if you, like you were saying, you, you go to buy a house and you're like, you, you want to do uh, an assessment. Uh, is the concrete good? Like, uh, 
is, yeah. is, is there plumbing problems? <laughs> you yeah. want to do safety tests? You know, you want to look at the safety information on car, whatever, whatever research you're doing on anything, you have to take control of your body. And so in order to take control, you have to use tools that make it more simple. And I do think that it's beneficial to also have people guide you. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, it depends how much, look, if you're, if you're making this your full-time job, then maybe yeah. you don't need someone to guide you. Right. But if you're not, then you, you need kind of advisors to help you. Like, just like you have other advisors, like accountants, you don't learn all the laws or, no. uh, accounting rules that you need to know, right? Yeah. You hire accountants that are experts in that area and they know the rules. So what you would, you know, I, I think number one is you need the right tools uh, in order to get you the information. And, you know, we make it in such a way that it's not required to have a coach, but it is helpful to yeah. have a coach uh, or some, some kind of expert that understands these areas uh, that, that guides you through. And I think an expert really needs to understand genetics in 2020, uh, because it's like, there's so much, you know, the tools already, uh, you know, they're, they're already out there and the knowledge is out there. If someone doesn't know genetics, it means that they're not, they're not up to date with what they need to to do. And unfortunately there's a lot of people who aren't up to date on the latest in in every area. so. If I look, so people um, listening to this, if you, let's go into a couple of the areas, like we've, we've talked about gut health, we've talked about, so we can look into things like our cardiovascular risks. Uh, one was interesting that came back on my, my report, um, 9P21 gene, really poor lining of the endothelial uh, lining of my uh, vessels. Now that for me is like a, a big red flag, like, okay, I cannot go and start smoking and drinking and eating uh, deep fried foods every day because I have a risk for that. So now I know that I can be proactive and I can make sure that I get certain tests done. I can keep an eye on it. I can get my labs done and keep, you know, keep a check on my cholesterol and all of those things because I know I have that risk factor. We can look at mood and behavior, which is a really interesting one looking at your uh, neurotransmitters, your your dominant, you know, hormones and things like this. You can look at things like, you know, if you've got problems with thyroid or autoimmune diseases. Uh, so there's, there's there's reports for everything, and there's genes for that that give us the instructions for all of this. And so it's really really exciting to be able to dive deep into it. And you can start where you have a problem. So if you have a leaky gut issue, well, let's look at your gut genes. You know. And let's maybe look at your methylation genes because they're related or, you know, um, your comp T gene. And gut, yeah. and gut lab tests as well, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a trifecta, isn't it? It's like um, you've got your, your genes, you've got your microbiome, and you've got your, your what you do, your exercise, your, you know, your lifestyle and uh, nutritional factors. And you get all of those tailored to, to you. Um, and then, you know, it's exciting times ahead. We're going to live longer because of all this information. And more than that, we're going to live healthier right up to the point where we do uh, die. You know, I think this is, 
what motivates me, um, you know, uh, and I've, um, my listeners know I've been through a hell of a journey with my mum. She had a massive aneurysm four years ago and that's what tipped me into this world. I mean, I was an athlete before, so I was very much into all that. But the whole biohacking and the whole, I've got to rehabilitate her from a massive brain injury at the age of 74 and we've done that against all the odds. Um, And I've written a book about that recently, that story um, called Relentless. And that looks at everything that I studied along the way and and functional genomics was one of them Um, because I was told it was impossible to get her back and now she's 78 and she's healthy again and she's normal, you know. Um, And each one of us has a story to tell, has come up against a brick wall, has come up against a health problem with one of our loved ones or ourselves and, you know, we don't have to just sit there and take your local doctor's opinion as being the only opinion. I'm not, not dissing your local doctor, for God's sake, don't get me wrong, but it's not the only thing that's available to us now. And we have the ability to do, to do all this research uh, through these incredible tools like what you've developed. So thank you, Joe, for, for doing that. I really um, I can't believe, you know, how you've gone from – running a little blog, if you like, to running this huge empire with all these incredible brains that you have behind us. Um, where to from here for, for you and for Self Decode and Self Hacked and uh, Lab Test Analyzer? What's coming down the pipeline and what are you excited about in the coming years? So, so what's coming down the pipeline is, uh, so right now what we give is we have the Self Hacked, which is basically an, a health encyclopedia um, more in depth than other health websites. Then we have the lab test analyzer. Then we have the genetics. Uh, we're obviously going to be advancing all those things. Um, you know, making them, uh, making the genetics and lab tests easier. Always, you know, we we're always trying to make it easier to present and understand. That's number one. But what we want to do is uh, also take more information into account so that we get a bigger and bigger picture. And so what's coming down is right now we're going to be releasing a risk assessment tool for every one of these things. And what a risk assessment tool is basically um, we're getting a more accurate identification of what you're, we, what, we're, what we're doing is for each risk assessment, we're studying the risk for it, right? So let's say breast cancer, we can study the risk for breast cancer. And you know, there's a lot of research on what are the risks for breast cancer. If you eat this food, um, if, you, if you exercise, if you do this, how often do you exercise a week? Do you smoke? Then what we do is we look at your polygenic risk scores. So now we can com- combine the lifestyle risk factors with your genetic risk factors with your lab tests. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. And so we can get a way more accurate um, understanding of what your actual risk is. Um, and so, and then we can also get a better understanding of what you need to do. And so it's, it's, we're going to be constantly, um, making it easier to, we're making the information easier to present as well as making the information more accurate and the recommendations more accurate as well. Like we're, uh, advancing a lot of our algorithms, um, in order to, uh, keep on making the recommendations better. I mean, there's, there's never going to be an end to that. It's kind of like a uh, search engine. You know, search engines get better over time. Like, you know, uh, 
generally speaking, they, you know, uh, they, they, they're, they're finding information over time better, right? We need to predict more and more accurately what are the top things that are going to be for you. And so we, um, we want to take more information, including the microbiome eventually. Uh, but there's a lot of different things that we can include that will make it more and more comprehensive. But, you know, as it is, like, we're already the most comprehensive just by uh, looking at genetics and labs and um, like doing them both in a legit way. And also uh, we're the only ones that actually gives recommendations that uh, we back up instead of just saying like, here's a recommendation. You don't know how we got it because they don't actually even have to use genetics if they're not telling you how they got it. They could just say they are and they're not. We are the only ones that are actually telling you how we got the recommendation uh, and we're connecting it to your labs and genetics. And so there is no company that does that, right? They, they, they might say they're doing it, but they don't, they're, it's not verified. And uh, they're probably, they're actually probably not doing it in my opinion. Yeah. It, it's not an easy thing to do. And we, we spend a lot of time on that, on the recommendations. And uh, it's just easier not to do it. And so if they're not showing you how they're doing it, they're probably not doing it. Yeah, and and it is a very complex and yeah for people like me who want to understand the whole background behind it, and not just uh, take this pill or do that. Um, then that's really really important. I'm super excited about this. I I, I mean the the stuff that's 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 coming down the pipeline in general in the longevity and anti aging and biohacking space is just next level. And I know you know, you're hooked into some of the the greatest minds, and I've listened to many of your podcasts before and. Um, it, it's just exciting times that we're living in, eh? It's it's really a really a powerful time, and I think if we can if we can keep it alive for the next twenty years, then we're going to stay alive for a long time. If we if we if we're focused on this sort of stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, um, we're really getting. I mean, we're we're really getting started on this stuff. Like we're uh, expanding our team, our development team, um, our science team. And we're, we've already built up a lot of expertise. And so moving forward, we're going to be building a lot of incredible tools that will all be included uh, for anyone who buys Self-Decode. It's all, we're just going to be adding to it so that you have this wonderful resource that you can, whatever you want to do, you can look up. Um, we're going to be having a mobile app. Uh, it's just, we're going to put everything together in, in a very simple and easy to understand way. Um, and also we're going to make it easier for doctors or, or professionals to be able to help you along that journey. Yeah. And that's where I'm excited too, to get, uh, to d- dive into that. Joe, look, you've been super generous with your time tonight. Um, and I know it's very, very late there and <laughs> you should be going getting your beauty sleep. Um, I just want to thank you for, for everything, for, uh, making this incredible, um, tool and for the people that are that are working with you, it's it's fantastic. I'm really really excited about it, um, and I you know can't wait to see where this takes us. So thanks, Joe, for for all you're doing in this space. Thank you, thank you, thanks for having me. Now, I'll make sure all of the links. Um, if anyone wants to follow you personally, Joe, where can they reach out to you on say Instagram, Facebook, and, and Co. Uh, they uh, so. They can, um, well, me personally, it's Mr. Biohacker, but, uh, or at self decode on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, the best way I think to really get connected is through our email list. They can do that on self decode on self hack. 
Um, but basically, is to sign up for our email list, and then we really we go through a lot of you know we we give you a lot of the most up to date and interesting content that uh, we're producing. Yep, and that's yeah, that's um, great, and um, because you know, I'm getting you know constantly updates, so you know the latest information on what was it the th something gene came through yesterday in my inbox, and I'm like, oh, something more to learn, something new to learn. So it's a constant learning. Uh, through your, through that, um, and yeah, we're now professionals, uh, you know, partners with you, and we're going to be um, integrating that into our programs. So we'll have all the links to to doing all that sort of stuff with us because it does help to have a coach take you through all of this um, and help you uh, build a plan around it. So really, really excited for this, Joe. So thank you very much. I uh, wish you a really good evening in uh, Israel. And one more. Thank you very much. One more thing I wanted to do is uh, tell you the coupon code or... Oh, yeah. I've got... Actually, okay. It's, uh, your, your, your team have given me Lisa 10 as one of the coupon codes that we can use. Yeah, for 10% thing. off. Yeah, Lisa 10. So okay. check out, guys. Go to Lisa 10 and I'll put that all in the show notes too. Or if you want to work with us, you can, you can do that as well. Okay, Joe, thanks very much for your time. That's it this week for Pushing the Limits. Be sure to rate, review and share with your friends and head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatarmaty.com 